0: motherfuckers after the hype. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to make it episode or movie themed, so that one works. Glub glub motherfuckers. Welcome to after the I hype. I thought
1: you were getting rid of the
0: motherfuckers. Oh, I was getting rid of fuck yes. Okay. It's a different with. usage of fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Wait, swear is w- this your second podcast of the day? Second of the day, yeah. How can you tell? What did you-
2: what did you do the first time? Well, cuz it's noon, it's late.
0: Oh, the first one we uh we just rambled until I said we're we're starting now. And it didn't go very well. So this one's actually kind of going the same cuz I'm leaving 100% of this in. Uh <laughs> do you, do you,
2: let's make f- let's all make fish noises blub
0: blub blub <laughs> blub 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 I'm just keep swimming wobble. <laughs> blub, blub, blub. Just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So that's our intro for this week after the hype. Me, your host as always, Brian Dressel. With me as always is Jonathan Hardesty. Hi. And Chewy Darson Hello. Uh, this week, piping in from north of the wall, Canada, <laughs> we're Mr. <laughs> Ryan James. Hello. I like making I'm Game of Thrones back. jokes after Game of Thrones is done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're, all here, on, yeah, we're all here. Yeah. Game of the...
2: Thrones jokes will never end or never get old.
0: That's, I'm going to miss the memes in the moment, though. Yeah, I know. On the Monday morning meme session, it's just the best. Talk
1: about another promise that didn't happen. The it should happened. be snowing at King's Landing right now, but it's not.
0: Oh, well, no, because winter ended in the well, third Well, the episode.
3: dragon's also there, too, so the snow is gone.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Winter started and ended in one episode. What are you talking about? That was pretty the season
1: question. was still supposed to happen. <laughs> not just the so. Night King. I think it was just
0: the Night King. <laughs> winter that's came. Ash. Winter that's left. Ash. Yeah.
1: Even though it started snowing <laughs> at uh, wherever Sam was, the where all the the citadel. Yeah. 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 It started snowing there.
0: That's not ash. That's snow. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> um, but we're done with Game of We're here on the other side of it now. We we've all seen how it ended, and we're all disappointed by it, yeah, right? Except like for Ryan. Ryan loved oh, it. I head. had a great time. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. I figured. Um, <laughs> we're. No, I'm not going to say it. Uh, we're going to move into a uh, a quick... We're just going to go straight to where have you been doing. I was going to do a, a plug session, but it doesn't really seem worth it right now. No. no. I was we'll
2: just t- going to plug after the hype, so really, I don't have much yeah. to talk about. Yeah,
0: so that doesn't do anything for us. Never heard, heard hear. of the show, so uh, yeah, it doesn't even matter. Uh, so, so we'll <laughs> move right into uh, where have you been doing, and I can go first as usual, and I will talk this week about God of War uh that little game that came out uh 2018 early 2018 and i finally just played it and it's really 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 good and uh i can't recommend it high enough to anyone but i don't want to kind of go on and on because i feel like people already have for that game and they just were all right and i should have listened to them earlier but it's fantastic hmm. that's it for me cool uh, i'll go
3: next i don't have much to say about it uh, other than what maybe brian has said before but i finished reading the audiobook of it
0: you read the audiobook
3: yeah i read it <laughs>
1: In his mind,
3: in my mind, I read it. Uh, It was it was it was fun. It was read by uh, Stephen Weber. So kind of he's been on other Stephen King things. I think he was even Jack Torrance in the miniseries of It or uh, The Shining. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. It was good until a certain point. Yeah, and that point was just what the fuck. I don't I don't know if I should spoil it or not, but spoil away. It's not going to be in the movie. They already said they're not doing it. Yeah, they uh, decided to do a. a gangbang in the dark to get all their powers back out of nowhere. Suddenly uh, Beverly is like, I got to, I got to bang y'all to give you your powers back. And it just came out of nowhere as I'm stuck in traffic being like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. They don't even, they don't even set it up. They don't even explain it.
1: No reason why she would know that.
3: But man,
0: do they go into
3: vivid detail?
0: I've never felt so awkward in my car before as I did like, Listening to somebody describe the size of a twelve-year-old's dick, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really fucking. <laughs> Let alone like <laughs> when
2: you roll up your windows, yeah.
3: <laughs> like it was a Herculean effort uh, from Stephen Weber to not like make it
0: worse. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine him in the sound booth that day recording oh, that. Like, when she starts critiquing which one of them is better, it's like what the fuck is happening?
3: Yeah, and then oh, there's so many things, and then it just kind of leaves that segment, and then. Never never to be referenced or talked about again. And it's so
0: weird. Let's never speak of it again.
1: I'm just honestly surprised that they don't edit that out of the book. You guys make it sound so unimportant. Well,
3: Stephen King books and editing? Yeah. He really right.
0: adds things in.
3: He doesn't yeah. take things out. But that's it. That's all I got. That cool. Weird gangbang scene.
0: What, and if, it.
1: what if you left the pages in, but you redacted? <laughs>
0: Scene the scene left the stage covered in it. black. Yeah, it's William Barr presents Stephen King's It.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Ryan, what about you? Where have you been doing? We haven't heard from well, you in a forever.
2: Yeah, I just watched um, Bohemian Rhapsody last night, but I I it seems like you guys really covered how bad that was on yeah. your episode. Oh, so we covered it. <laughs> let me find. Uh, let me go back a little bit. A few weeks ago, I read um, the uh, collected Kingdom Come, the DC event. Uh, that is a really, really good book. A really good story. Um, if, if you aren't aware of it, it is kind of a tale of the, uh, the superheroes you know and love, like Superman and Green Lantern, are retired and kind of made way for a new generation of heroes who kind of don't uh, uphold the code that Superman set in place of trying to do good and not kill anybody. And they're kind of ruthless vigilantes. And then... Um, it's all told through the eyes of this uh, narrator kind of on a, a Christmas story-like uh, journey through time and space. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, art by Alex Ross. I could just look at his art all day, and the story is fantastic.
0: I've never actually read that one. I really should. I've always meant
2: to. Oh, you really should, yeah.
0: Chewy?
1: Uh, my where have I been doing is I have been slowly re-watching uh, Sleepy Hollow again. Ooh, just because I really enjoyed that show as it was airing, I do not think I fully realized how much I enjoyed that show until, again, a rewatch. And I'm really excited to see uh, the guy who plays Ichabod, I think his name was Tom, I'm forgetting right now. He is now going to be playing the mime in HBO's Wanted, and I'm super excited to Watchmen. see him be in something else. I said Watchmen, right? You said Wanted. Oh, what, Watchmen. <laughs> And if you never saw Sleepy Hollow while it was airing, it was it was a beautiful time in TV <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: uh, where we had Sleepy Hollow and Grimm and American Horror and just all these like they were t- really trying to do primetime horror shows. And some of them failed and some of them grabbed their audience and.
0: And then, and then failed yeah. American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah. and then failed They just held on for as long uh, as they could.
1: Yeah. Hold it on. Uh Grimm, I think, did better uh, fandom wise sure. than Sleepy Hollow. but Sleepy Hollow is still a great monster of the week with an overarching storyline. And I highly recommend it to anyone who has any uh, interest in like historical, religious, science fiction period shows.
0: Double feature picture show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like there's so much going. I mean, it's yeah, there's so much going on in Sleepy Hollow. it's it's kind of a period show, but kind of not. Kind of sci-fi, kind of not, kind of horror, kind of not, kind of monster, kind of religious, kind of patriotic, kind of like, you know, alternate history of America.
0: And this show didn't last?
1: <laughs> it got like four <laughs> seasons. <laughs> the last season wasn't good because the main actress uh, left. Yeah, and then they that's tried about to re- when I bounced. They tried to uh, replace her and then they changed the setting of the show to DC instead of Sleepy Hollow. It just didn't work.
3: But yeah, when you move it from Sleepy Hollow to somewhere else, it kind of—it's like we got to have a different show, Yeah, guys. it
1: was just not good.
0: <laughs> worked for Lost is all I'm gonna say.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: but
0: you can't worked? all
2: be—you can't—you can't use Lost <laughs> and worked in the same sentence.
0: <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sad um, stare off into the distance. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's why Game of Thrones can never fully upset me because I've already been through this. Yeah, um, you've already been yeah, through it like that's once how before. I feel too. Yeah. Um, that's everybody, right? Yeah. Time, yeah. To, time to start diving under the sea, going yeah. through the ocean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, under yeah. the sea. Oh, yeah. good one. Yeah. Uh, So today we are talking finally about Aquaman. <laughs> You've I've been, been waiting wanting to talk about Aquaman on this show for far too long, and here we are. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but before we do, before we dive in, we do need a breakdown to happen, and I feel like just. Us here in America just can't do it right. I think it has to come from a somebody in Canada. Yeah. Right. Uh, do we have uh, Do we have someone from Canada here? Um. I don't know. Where are you right now?
2: Uh. Canada.
0: Yeah. There you ah! go. I wanted to make
1: the crash <laughs> joke that we do know someone who's stooping at <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: So this week's Aquaman oh, breakdown is going to come from Canada from Ryan James. All the I way haven't over the internet
2: in a long time. I am not prepared, although Perfect. I did watch the movie today. So if I <laughs> fail, you can make fun of me extra hard.
0: I mean, we were already going to, so I know. Yeah, that's I know. fine. Uh, so here we go, Ryan. You ready?
2: Uh, no. Perfect. Aquaman <laughs> in 30 seconds.
0: Here we go, 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 go.
2: All right, we got a mermaid lady who washes up on a pier, and she falls in love with the fisherman who uh, is on that pier, and they have a little baby, and his name is Aquaman. And then she gets attacked by the people where uh, she's from in Atlantis, and she has to go back there, leaving Aquaman to grow up alone. And then he uh, does grow up alone and comes to find out his brother is trying to take over Atlantis and attack the surface world. He has to get his mom's magic uh, trident and stop him no his i don't know if you cut out father's if... magic trident oh there you go magic trident
0: <laughs> you cut out for like half of a second and it was kind of perfect timing because <laughs> you came in right at the end again so i'm gonna say that was success because i honestly don't know if it was or wasn't uh, i think i wrapped up uh you know it's the
2: usual i uh took 25 seconds to talk about the first act and then i covered the rest of the movie in five perfect yeah that's exactly what we wanted so <laughs> that's the ryan special yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then in the editing, it will sound like that was all perfect, and just the internet <laughs> let us down. But that's fine. That's what editing yeah, is for. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's dive into this one. Uh, I'm not going to end ever with the dive jokes. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk kind of like where we were before this came out and where we are now, because uh, for the average moviegoer, DC had been kind of a <laughs> so far. Yeah. And I was in the minority of going, no, they're still great. No, I love them. Please stop hating everything I love. And then this <laughs> one came out, and I was like, no, nah, that one's pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, it, it was. Just like all the other ones. But fine, at least you're on board for this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But since, Ryan, you uh, said when we first started talking about this that you think it saved the DCU, I wanted you to jump on board first or dive into it first or other water puns first. Um, Spring into it, yeah. Spring, Uh, spring uh, yeah. I think
2: this one really wet my appetite. Uh, That's a different (laughs) kind of wet. Uh,
3: (laughs) No, it works because of uh, Momoa. Yeah.
2: These are just for Chewy. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, yeah. No, I'm right there with you. Like I feel like I wasn't totally on the train of hating every single thing that they were putting out, like Batman Mm. vs Superman and Justice League. Mm. Um, They were fine. The chewy, the, the noise Chewy is making in response to me is how I felt about those movies. Suicide Squad, <laughs> Suicide Squad is pretty bad. We're gonna breeze right over that one. Then I think Wonder Woman came in and did pretty good. But this one was the first one I watched that I went, "Fuck yes!" That's like a superhero movie. Uh, maybe a little long, but otherwise gave me a lot of great heroic moments mixed in with some comedy and. This is something that, uh, unfortunately, this is going down on uh, record, and I can't uh, hide that I've said this, but I'm getting a little bit sick of the Marvel movie formula. (laughs) Uh, You know I'm a huge Marvel fanboy, and I loved all those movies, but 22 movies later, and they all feel pretty much the same. So watching some of these DC movies succeed is really nice.
0: Well yeah, and the the idea that the Marvel movies are kind of been a little samey. I think it I think that's been kind of apparent since Phase 2. And it's just whether or not yeah. you, you like the formula. And for the most part I like the formula. So I can sit down for a Marvel movie and enjoy it almost every time. I can even like some more than others because I know what I'm sitting down for and it was still enjoyable. Yeah. But that's what I've really grown to love about the DC movies is that as of right now, there is no formula. Like there right. is no set like it's going to do this this and this and there's your movie. Each one of these has been pretty different.
3: You don't know what you're going to get, yeah. Yeah,
0: like, even this one is kind of an origin story, but also not, because it takes place after Justice League, when Aquaman's already been established. Everyone, from the beginning of the movie, everyone calls him Aquaman. Right.
2: Right, that's actually, I was going to talk about that. Something that I love is that DC really leans into the fact that they're making comic book movies. Like, how many Marvel movies did it take until we started referring to the title characters as their name? Like, Iron Man, I guess, got uh, away with it, but, um, you know, like... Uh, it took until like the Avengers team up to actually hear the superhero names more regularly, and and even then the- still,
1: did they ever like- call Natasha Black Widow?
0: No, no, and they've never no. called. Uh, they've never called uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Scar- Witch Scar- Scar- has never been Scarlet Witch, right? Um, a lot. Like, there's been a lot of them. Like, Hawkeye always got it. Or they he was called the Hawk or something like that, but he was right. Just- they
2: always try to be cute about it and like uh, dance around the superhero names.
0: Avengers it, uh, credits, yeah, and, and right. the superhero names and the superhero costumes and all of it. And DC, at least, I mean, God bless them they they are not. Yeah. Aquaman wears the Aquaman suit. I mean, it's definitely souped up to look like the movie, but man, he looked good in it.
2: Right, and uh, what I loved about this, like you said, this wasn't an origin story. It felt like a classic hero's journey. Like he, you know, he has these powers and these abilities and this destiny or whatever, and he tries to reject it until uh, everything he loves is actually in danger, and then he goes off to save the world. It's really cool.
0: Yeah, and it and it works. And like they they said that the the two films that inspired it the most were Indiana Jones and Romancing the Stone, and it's like, yep, I saw that like yeah, immediately. That, yeah. that tracks. It works. Yeah. Um, but just more kind of about the, the actual character, because it's true. It's not an origin story, but you also kind of have it tucked in there a little bit, too. And It's
1: it, a maturing right. story. Yeah,
0: it, it's almost more coming of age than it is, like, an origin, because he has his powers from the get-go, and when uh, Volko shows up to teach him how to use it, it's more just kind of like a, a training montage as opposed to, like, look, you can talk to fish, and you can do this, and you can do that. It's more just like, you know you can do that. Let me show you how to do it better. And even that, right. they, they spend all of five minutes on it, maybe. Yeah, they did this kind of
3: anime thing where it's like, uh, we're going to flash back to your training after someone says a key word that makes you yeah. think back to your time of training. And I was like, yeah. okay, this is like,
0: I get it. Yeah, it yeah. worked. Um, but I, I, I like the training stuff. I, I wish the, the kid actors were as good as Momoa as Aquaman. I thought all of them were a little That's lacking. That's hard. Yeah. I That's thought- hard, because he is like... Oozing char- charisma
3: just everywhere. Yeah, and right. no one, no one in the movie can really match it.
0: No, I think Amber Heard does a very good job, and she did better than I ever she's thought she would have. She's the straight would've. man. But yeah. yeah, she's the straight man to his Looney Tunes. Yeah. It, yeah, But it it worked. I thought she did a really good job with it. Um, sorry, but right? I agree. Yeah, the, the whole, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Ryan.
2: No, I wanted to ask you uh, about the uh, comic book uh, adaptation. Have you uh, read any Aquaman comics in your?
0: I've read a lot. I've read so a, I've also read the the John's run that this one's loosely based on.
2: Oh, okay. So my you know my history of, uh, about uh, of comic books is like when I was a kid I used to collect the the trading cards like that's how I got introduced to all these characters and sure. straight out of any trading cards or imagery, uh, Black Manta looks awesome. He is spot on. Yeah, Aquaman when he suits up he looks great. Even though the hair and the beard is a little different, I just want to ask you: Does this nail the tone of Aquaman?
0: depending on which one you read like they're all so different as far as nailing I mean John's was a producer on this one so I'd kind of expect it to hit that tone and it nails his storyline but if okay. you're reading like the current one the one that came out right with the movie that's being written by Kelly Sudokonic, it, it could not be more different like that one yeah. is very it's almost like uh like that one leans more in like the Thor references than this one does because that one is like it's very like heavy gods and there's a god of water that he has to fight and it's all very stoic and serious But if you go to like other versions of Aquaman, he's kind of funny and quippy, Um, but it's never. I don't know how else to describe it like this feels very much like a John's comic book, and I think that was the point, and I think they did a good job with that. It doesn't it's feel very like a, cool. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a normal Aquaman book, but I don't think there really is a normal Aquaman book. There might be comic book fans out there screaming about me saying that right now, but
2: right No, I'm sure there are classics. But you know, adaptations ready. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same way about Shazam. Like Shazam was a, a, a direct adaptation of John's run on that.
0: So. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely yeah. see his influence on these two movies specifically, but kind cool. of talking about John's and kind of talking about a little bit Shazam. I don't want to spoil anything, of course. Um, We will later when it hits Blu-ray. There's something that DC is doing now that I think is incredibly important. And uh, this is the real first shot we get of it. Um, They're done copying Marvel, which is great. Uh, They should have done that from the get-go because they're very different companies. Um, But the thing that they're doing differently is that they're going after two different specific audiences that Marvel has never even attempted. The first one's going to piss you off. I'm sorry. The second one won't. They're going after women. Uh, which Marvel has not given a shit about at all, nope. ever, except for 30 seconds of Endgame in the most like <laughs> ridiculous... That, still,
1: that doesn't actually mean they care about women. That's no, just,
0: they just care about right. looking it's like it's they care about women. It's
1: more like a pat women. on the head. Look, you're like, important. Yeah.
3: Yeah, here you are, finally. We gave you the thing. Now shut up.
0: Yeah, uh, here's your cookie. Um, and th- so women, and then they're caring about horror fans, which I think is awesome. And they're doing it very well in a way that doesn't make it feel like a horror movie, but you can see it on the edges of both Shazam and Aquaman. Aquaman a little bit more than Shazam, I think. Mostly just because of the trench sequence which is getting its own horror movie spinoff. Right. Um, But I really like that tone and I like that angle. And I think it's been done really, really well. Um, But instead of just keep talking about how great it is to women, we should probably let the woman at the table talk about it.
1: One defining feature of this movie that I love, is that it flips the script on a lot of conventions, because we've had like it very at the very beginning with Atlanta, that's her name. Yeah, Atlanta. Or, um, I
2: don't remember. Yeah, Atlanta.
1: Atlanta. Um, we've done the dude washes ashore, woman saves him, brings him back to health. They fall in love, but then he has to leave her with his child. We've done that so many times, and we flipped it this time. Totally yeah. flipped it. And I, like, especially on a rewatch, just the moment when the explosion happens, she takes Arthur, hands him to her husband, and just says, hide him, and then she just stares daggers at her adversaries and beats the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. Nicole can fucking rocks great. that great. <laughs> it's wonderful. And yeah. it's almost exactly what we've seen a thousand times with a man in that role. And then we come back to, or not come back to, but then we, you know, go into the future, and then we have Mara. She's not coming to him for romance. She's going, your brother's about to kill people, and I can't let that happen, so now I need to use you to stop this.
2: Yeah, yeah, which is... Yeah,
1: uh and these are two women with very obvious goals, their own goals that they came up with without any male influence, yeah, do we have that in Marvel movies? We've had it once, but she's still influenced by men movie- the entire time I'm on sure, what she should be doing. I'm
3: sure someone could burst a blood vessel trying to uh, weave around saying that Marvel, <laughs> trying to convince you that Marvel does. But yeah.
1: No. Okay. The closest we get is Gamora, but a lot uh, of it has to do with yeah. her daddy issues with Thanos. Right.
2: Uh, right. And I her, do really all of her love issues her. are surrounding a man. That's yeah.
1: And that's
0: not saying that like, the men don't have an, a very important part in the Aquaman movie, but the fact that there actually are fully flat, and not two, just one.
1: Two specific yeah. females yeah. that have their own agendas.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was something I was going to say when you you're talking about that that I, I really wanted to, and I forgot what it was. It was I my- don't know.
1: But,
2: what I mean, something that I loved about it was I, you know, especially during that fight scene where uh, Aquaman first challenges his brother, and then Mara has to come in and save him. Like watching that, you're like, "Whoa!" She didn't really need Aquaman at all, except for the fact that he is like whatever the true heir to the he
0: throne talk or to whatever. Fish. Yeah, but like that's she didn't even know that.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: She yeah, she, she she found out after that sequence.
1: Yeah. Well, she that's, just kicked out the important ass thing. With her water she thinks powers. it's the royalty thing that it needs because she's not his royalty. Sure. So but then in the end it needed to be that he could talk to the not Kraken. I keep forgetting its name. Julie Andrews. She Julie just, Andrews. just called it Kraken. Uh, or just Julie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: Kraken Andrews. Yeah, I yeah. mean
1: she she knew that it wasn't her position. She needed to find the person that she could use to do that position, so that, th- that she could use them. That was the whole thing. She was never yeah, romantically right. inclined with him. No, just until you get to, you know, they have a cute, mom- few cute moments, and it's not forced. Like it actually seems organic when they're actually having some attraction to each other. The
0: the g- only- they only gave it time. Yeah, the only one that I was kind of like, you guys have more important fish to fry. <laughs> uh- <laughs> was when they make out. When they make out yeah. in the middle of the war, it's like you could have given a quick. Kiss for good luck. You didn't need to do the full makeout. No. Although I, I think, but th- that was moment
3: was also in step with everything else surrounding the Aquaman movie and yeah, what its whole idea was about of just taking things and going over the top with them.
0: Yeah, uh, not to just completely rip off honest trailers, but there's so much movie in this movie. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> they're not wrong. Like the the whole makeout sequence, like yeah, it's huge and it's the explosions all around them and it's gorgeous and
1: it's shot it's, so well. It's the a comic are so book good. splash and, page. Yeah, and, I mean yeah. it's so comic booky and. Again, at the end, when he defeats his brother, and then Mara presents him. Yeah, Mara's like, "I present to you, your king of Atlantis." Da 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 da, and she's not, and she's doing it with a very like strong voice. Yeah, it's very like
0: Paul Bentley from yeah, uh, it's uh, like, Tale. It's
1: very masculine <laughs> yeah. in the way she's doing it. She is presenting him. Like yeah. this is, it's almost like it's her victory.
0: <laughs> and she is this beautiful like this is your king. All hail your king. And then the king speaks and he's just Burn! <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That is, yeah, that's, that sums up the movie perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're,
3: I, I think at a certain point, I, I'll admit in the beginning it was a little bit tough to get into it just because I was like, okay, well, I'm not sure what movie this is going to be. I've yeah. kind of ignored most of the, the hype around this, other than people liked it more than other ones. Sure. So then be like, well, what, what kind of movie am I in for? Is this going to try to be self-serious? Is it going to go off the rails? And as it went off the rails, it became more and more the Amber Heard and <laughs> show, and I really, <laughs> I really got behind that. <laughs> because that, that, that dynamic worked really well and kind of helped everything else around it uh, work for me all the kind of the over-the-top moments the lore dumps the thing is that just without that that kind of weird chemistry that they had together without all that just wouldn't have stuck together
0: yeah and that's something that I feel like really went unsaid with a lot of the praise of this movie was how well the two of them work together yeah Um, because coming into this I, I really knew Amber Heard from maybe a movie I, uh, I saw the anything. I saw her Brett Easton Ellis movie uh, where it's just basically Amber Heard has sex with the cast of the Brady Stinellis movie. It was bad. Um, I think that was the title of it, too. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember the title of it, but that's all the movie really was. So it just wasn't a good movie. So I I really didn't have that much hope for her. Like, I just kind of like... I mean, she looks good in the role. Like, I've seen her in the costume. She wears the costume well. I mean, I imagine that she would, but I didn't really expect much from her, and she really kind of... And the trailer away. didn't she, promise you very much for her. No. And I, thought, I don't
1: know how much of range she has as an actress because this is the only thing I've seen her in. Yeah. But she's good at the camp. Yeah. She's very good at the camp.
0: Like uh, her sequence with the Italy fight, which we'll get more into like the specific fights and like the action sequences here in a moment, but like the her moments in the Italy fight were great. You never once went, how is she going to do this? You believed right. her as a hero throughout the whole thing and that's hard to pull off.
3: You found yourself more in being like, okay, camera, go back to her. And then, like, weirdly enough, the camera listened to you in the movie. like, oh, okay, we're going back to her. Cool.
0: They really, and that, especially the Italy fight, they really let them share the action sequence, which was great. It wasn't about one of them saving the other one. It was just, they're both gonna do their own thing. And it's really, Mara's gonna hold her own, and Aquaman's gonna get the shit kicked out of him again. And I (laughs) I really did like the whole movie. Like, he says it at the end. He's like, I've just been getting my ass kicked this whole trip. And he's like, "He's, he's not wrong. Yeah. And just,
1: those sequences... Reminded me a lot of the mummy movies.
3: Oh, a little bit, yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, that, like, like I said to Brian a few times when rewatching, I'm like, you know, if Brendan Fraser just ran past right now screaming off in like some other thing, I would have. Laughed and it wouldn't have broken any beat of the movie. Could you just
0: run by as Robot Man, just going "What the fuck"? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> or
3: just like running by with a trinket, with a bald man chasing, him, like "No, no,
1: no, no!" and just outrunning the sun. <laughs> this movie has what during the the Italy sequence when Mara's fighting has one of my favorite moments in all of comic book movies. Yeah, uh, when she falls into the wine store and this woman whose superpower is to control liquids suddenly summons a wave of red liquid to turn into spears to destroy the men chasing her. And it is just glorious. Like how other women haven't latched onto this amazing symbolism of just menstrual blood destroying men, (laughs) I don't know. It needs to be celebrated.
2: On the other hand, I was so sad for that nice Italian wine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, is is the way is what they were meant for. You know, the yeah. soldiers
3: experienced no, the wine one awesome. way or another. Be- so yeah,
2: I really like that you can look into symbolism like that and and get some awesome content uh, out of that. And I'm just watching it like, hey, pretty lady shoot man with spear. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's kind of why. Uh, why people have latched onto this movie more than the other ones is because there are those moments thinking like ooh what does that mean oh what are they trying to yeah. say there which you don't get in comic book movies very often and i'm not trying right. to say that this is some super cerebral like thinking man's comic book movie it's not it is no. it is dumb as rocks but very yeah. very fun but, but the, the fact that those moments are in there is very impressive and that's kind of what these the marvel movies
3: are missing now in this kind of more conglomerated stage of just there's a vision behind it there's these moments can Kind of seep through into the movie.
0: Yeah.
3: It's essentially, it's just kind of a dumb popcorn action superhero thing, but they can throw these ones in there because they're not like hamstrung by anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's probably to the horror aspect that you were talking yeah. about before. Just being able to, there was a lot of uh, camera work and just choreography here that felt so, such a command of it. I was yeah. very drawn into that part of it.
0: I mean, and th- and that's James Wan for you. I mean, you watch anything he's makes, like mm-hmm. the, the way he just controls the camera <laughs> through the edits, through everything, like that he's he's very good at that stuff. And like that's why he mm. was the right choice for this guy for this movie specifically. Cause they offered him both uh this and the flash, and he went Aquaman seems like the underdog and the bigger challenge. I wanna challenge myself. I'm yeah. going for Aquaman, and I'm so happy well, yeah. he did. Uh, and,
2: and you can't really make uh, a horror movie out of The Flash the way you can make uh, some horror elements and some action and some brutality uh, out of Aquaman.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then there's also the uh, like the other one. That I remember what I was going to say earlier when you were talking about it. Nicole Kidman was already offered a role in the DC universe, and she's like, no, it just doesn't seem right. But then with James Wan attached to something... She immediately jumped at it. He didn't even have to ask, awesome. like, barely even had to have a conversation with her. She's like, Oh, James Wan, I love James Wan, I'll do it. Patty Jenkins did not get that response. She was supposed to be uh, Wonder Woman's mom, and she's like, No.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, that mm. actually, I'm fine with that because she, I love Nicole Kidman, but she, she, I don't think that would have been right like, for her.
3: When you're approached to play a role of someone's mom, you already kind of know what to expect. And it's like, Well, yeah, oh, right. do you want to s- sit here and phone it in for a movie? Or do you want to do something with a little bit extra, something more? And this movie gave more. She was able to have fun. Yeah. Yeah,
0: which was great. Um, She got that opening scene. And on that note,
1: it's still annoying to me that James Wan is not praised more in the zeitgeist, I don't know if that's the right word, of film. Because we're always talking about representation and getting more than just stuffy old white men out there. And we have this amazing young Asian-American director and I don't feel like anyone really like talks about him in that way. He's one of like maybe only... he doesn't want to be talked about that way. Maybe he doesn't want to But he's be... only
0: one of like I think maybe three or four people who has two movies that have reached over a billion dollars. And it's amazing. Really? Yeah, like the the list of people who have like especially from different franchises, like the fact right. that it's totally separated, there's not a lot of them and he's one of the only That's ones. Awesome. Yeah. I yeah.
2: can't wait to keep seeing what he's doing. I mean, I think he probably is living in a weird space, uh kind of among James Gunn out there because yeah. he has had these couple waves that peaked over the, the box office marks, but he lives in like this uh cult classic horror movie world most yeah. of the time.
0: But I, I feel like both him and James Gunn, like they're it's a really good comparison because they both just kind of started like peeking their heads out of their like their little rabbit holes and people right. are like, oh wow, they're talented. Yeah. Right. He for came, different Gunn reasons, came out of trauma oh, different, yeah.
1: And Wong or James Wong started Torture Porn. Right?
0: I mean, he, I'm not sure if he started it. He made it more popular. He made certain. it more popular, oh, yeah. 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 With Saw, he definitely... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That was the yeah, that was the big breakout.
0: Yeah. And, um,
2: and he was immediately emulated. Like, if you think about... What was oh, that yeah. Hostel and all, all those movies that came out trying to just exactly copy Saw.
0: Just trying... Yeah, just trying to chase his coattails. Like, that's been his career, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. And
1: he's matured. Because, I mean... Oh, yeah. I don't like... I, at first, I was into torture porn... 'Cause I liked the first Saw movie and then it just devolved into let's torture women. Yeah. And he totally just went, I'm gonna go do better things. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: yeah. go do Insidious and the Conjuring and not just Yeah, yeah just torture women for money. Um, but it
3: seems like he has that uh challenge himself, kind of trying to strive for more energy. Yeah. That movies in this genre and this field need. Yeah. They they need it now more than ever with this the flooding of all these movies. It's just flooding. like someone uh-huh. Yeah, flooding. <laughs> I got one. I got one. <laughs> but yeah, they need someone who demands more out of it. Wants to try to push, push himself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, the thing that I think he pushed the hardest in this one, and that's where I want to move next because it, for me, I think it's upsetting. Like I'm legitimately upset by this, and it's how good the movie looks. Oh, like, yeah. The movie, like it, just it pops in a way that no other comic book movie yeah. in my recollection has ever just looked. Like, just so vibrant. Um, I think Ragnarok would probably be my close second, but that one really stuck to a very strict color palette. Yeah. So that it wasn't able to just go full rainbow. And this one, it had a color palette for every place it was in, but there was no color palette for the movie. And I think that just gave it this extra just, like, gleam to it that was just gorgeous. And if you want to break it down to a very, very minute detail, uh, Mara's hair. Watch how the
3: hair changes, like, to each color scheme in the movie just like that is how the movie also changes too Yeah, i was
1: gonna say in her push-up bra but uh,
3: she does switch out bras quite often yeah depending on
1: the scene sometimes her boobs are going to the sky sometimes they just look comfortable Uh, some of
3: us some of our eyes were up there thank you very much
1: Mm, well they're in the wrong spot Uh, but yeah it's true the color the like with each realm like with the between the trench, the Atlanteans, the Sahara, the Zebel, we yeah, never Zebel. we never got to see their kingdom, but no. like their color schemes for their armor was completely different from Atlantis. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and we haven't then, even mentioned
0: that Dolph Lundgren, lied, Dolph Lundgren rides a seahorse in this yeah. movie. Well, yeah, these seahorses the, are scary. As the far. crazy stuff is coming for the end of the episode. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry, we will talk about
2: it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's each, like. Uh, They've been saving all the color from all the DC movies for 20 years, yes. and they just saved it up for this movie. For yeah. the
1: fishermen and for, what were the other ones? I the, forget the name of the, the, the crab people. The
0: crustaceans. Crab people, uh, crab people. Crab
3: people, crab people. I'll think it later. Uh, just the reveal of Atlantis itself, and just as they get down in all the lights, the, as Aquaman's eyes change, yeah. all these moments, I wasn't expecting to be so um, just... Mesmerized by any of the color changes even when they're out on the ocean, you know, just before they get to the trench Just how the colors pop within the darkness and the dark shading and like how the camera handles it It's just awe-inspiring
0: and the specifically for me And then I want to start getting into more like the action and stuff But the 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 shot uh, the director James Wan and the cinematographer and pretty much every involved everyone involved refers to it as the ant farm shot and if uh, you probably know what I'm talking about just by me saying that. But if not, uh, it's when they go to the trench. It's when they dive off the boat with the, uh, with the flares, and they're swimming straight down to try to get away from the trench monsters. That shot is super far away. Super far away. It, it is one of the most well-constructed comic book shots I have seen since the first Avengers movie when they do the, mm-hmm. the pan around of them in the city for the first time. Like, oh, that was a comic book shot. Yep. This movie has tons of them, but that one specifically is my favorite shot out of any comic book movie to date. I think it was just gorgeous. It felt like the perfect two-page splash. Uh, I can't say enough about and it. And it
1: had the imposing sense of doom where it's like, yeah. how are our heroes going to get out of this one? <laughs> I want Which, you to
2: narrate all comic books. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> it's
1: because, I mean, honestly, until we got into Infinity War and Endgame... Did we have that feeling in many of the Marvel movies? We we're like, well, we know they're going to get out of it. Well, Do, no, but much? I mean
0: that's kind of the, the nature of comic. Book. I don't want to just keep comparing this poor thing to, to Marvel, but it, it's I, I see what you mean though. But like this one definitely had those moments of like, they're fucked.
1: Yeah, I think
3: we can even spread it out to even just the genre of the movies that these all play in together. Like I haven't seen shots like that. Yeah, I haven't been that that oh that oh shit. I get those moments in like horror films for fun and you know seeing. And are surrounded and it's like, oh my God. But this gut punch of a moment just it was almost like a, even Godzilla, the, the remake where they had where the divers were jumping from the, the yeah. Marines were jumping from the sky and they had the choir singing. Yeah. And you saw the flares going down. It's just like that's moments that should be in these. Yeah.
1: It's moments of like pure like desperation of we don't know how we're gonna get out of this. Just go down.
0: Yeah.
3: It, it, it was great. And also the moment was like, I think audibly it was also subdued too, right? Didn't they cut the music yeah. down a little bit? Like that level of restraint amplified that scene so much more.
0: Yeah. And, and, and there's moments like that that make me go, this is why people loved this movie. Cause it, yeah. it, they just did things differently and better than we've seen. And especially in such a tired genre. Um, but speaking of the movie itself, I kind of want to d- dive into, uh, more of just the actual characters and like the action sequences that come with the characters. And I want to start with uh, black Manta. Um, for those of you who don't know Black Manta, he is usually, like, the, the quintessential, at least in my opinion, Aquaman villain. Like, that's kind of, like, the one he always kind of goes after. Oh, okay. Okay. Um,
2: kind of, kind of the, not, not necessarily the most threatening villain, but the arch nemesis.
0: Yeah. Like, he always has the yeah. most personal stake with him. And uh, yeah, Ocean yeah. Master there, too, which is why they're <laughs> both kind of there. I'm uh, coming for you, Dr. Venture. Yeah. Uh, and I think the... When I first heard of this movie and I heard that Black Manta was going to be in it, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're just doing that too soon or if it's going to be okay. And I feel like they did a great job of being aware that they're too soon and -hmm. just using him for one thing. And like, no, we're just really just setting him up to be a bigger character later. Like, so we want to show him, show why he hates Aquaman, show him try to fight Aquaman and realize how much work he has to do. And that's where we're going to leave it. And I think that was genius.
1: As long as
2: there's a payoff.
0: Yeah, uh, hopefully there will be a payoff. I think they will, yeah. but we don't know.
1: And they roped that into uh, Aquaman's maturity. Yeah. Of where yeah. he goes from the... Even though you, you you understand why he walked away and left his dad there and stuff, because they did cause the situation, but yeah. to be a hero, you always need to rise above your ego.
3: It was an interesting kind of mirror um, of uh, Batman Begins, and he's like, I'm not, you know... <clears throat> I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. Like, and he learned from that. Yeah. Being like, he, like there are characters who can do more than just be Batman. Yeah. yeah. So
1: that's what I mean, where he had to learn to rise above his own ego and you can't be a king until you do that. Yeah. A good king, at least.
0: Yeah. And the, I even like the, the callback to it of like the, well, that wasn't your fault. He's like, yeah, it doesn't feel that way though. Like he yeah, knows right. that he fucked up. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah.
2: That was, that was a good, like a good payoff of that. Like he, uh, he learned a lesson for sure.
0: And especially because it it did a good job showing that he hadn't forgotten it because most of the movie just kind of this campy, fun, ridiculousness. And then we finally have that one moment where they sit down and talk and it's like, oh, no, he's carrying this stuff with him, which is nice. Um, It's kind of nice to see that of the character. Uh, The guy who doesn't carry anything with him and I think is fascinating is Ocean Master. Hmm. Um, Good old Patrick (laughs) Wilson in one of the craziest roles he's ever been in where he plays somebody. Younger than Aquaman. He's like <laughs> but he's like seven older than, years older. Yeah, although he's uh, four or five years older. I don't think he's seven. But he is seven years younger than his mom, he, which he's is 40, fascinating. He's
1: 45, <laughs> and I think Aquaman's like 38.
0: Okay, yeah. Or, well, I know he's seven years younger than Nicole Kidman, which just had to be hysterical on set of like,
1: hey, mom. This <laughs> <laughs> so silly.
0: Babies having babies. <laughs> I
1: mean, he, he's, a, he's a mama's boy. Yeah. Uh, he's a mama's boy who... Real, who just created this thing that his mom never truly loved him because he had this other brother that she was protecting the entire time that he, she was his mother, apparently. Right. Uh And... I don't understand the timeline, how old he was when they put her in the trench. Because
3: I think he was after he, He's a little brother, right? Yeah, little yeah. brother.
1: So he had to have been at least six, maybe, when maybe. they when they banished her. Because, I mean, they had a relationship. He yeah. remembers her clearly and everything. Um, so it's not like the dad... I mean, there's a the terrible implication that she was essentially raped. And it really sucks because... I,
0: I don't think they were going that route, but you could.
1: I it's could a see forced marriage, that. and then yeah. she was it, the only way for her to escape her bonds was to produce an heir. There's a lot of baggage there yeah. that you don't want to go into because it gets real dark. Um, but and yeah, he's he feels rejected by her, so then he also feels rejected by his people because he he's not the firstborn so therefore like that's a lot of the drive for him I think in this movie is like he's going to prove to them that he's the right king by stopping those terrible people above water on ground that's polluting and destroying their waters yeah so it's all about him either trying to win his mother's approval or just win his people's approval
0: which i mean theoretically he already has and he's just unaware of it and he's his own worst enemy and i i I like that in a villain and i especially like it out of ocean master like ocean master has always been kind of a little ridiculous in the books uh like you just look at his mask like he's kind of a bonkers character yeah yeah um
1: I like that his, uh, his eyebrows move in the mask. Though.
0: That was really awesome. Uh, and and
3: it's interesting seeing that actor um, do something along these lines that's a little bit more bonkers. Yeah. That I can get crazy enough to be shouting at Aquaman in a full speed like lancing thing. And just, to, I call it the ah! moment of any of these movies where they all just shout at each other uncontrollably. And But he, he does it like six times throughout the movie. <laughs> he, gets to, he gets to have six times. I, I feel like He'll probably be overshadowed when people continue to talk about this movie, yeah. And it's not necessarily fair because I think he's he's putting a lot of interesting things into it.
0: But he always does. I mean, there's I love Patrick Wilson's
1: an amazing actor.
0: Yeah, and he's really good with James Wan. They've worked together how many times now? Like I've lost track. Like they're they're obviously good together. He's
1: made what four Insidious movies?
0: Three. I think. I don't think he's in four. (laughs) Okay. I honestly don't remember. I only saw the first two. I I, saw the third one. Um, but I saw both the Conjuring movies. um let's actually talk about the the kraken a little bit i'm not sure how much there is really to say about her but there's something just so wonderful about getting julie andrews in this movie that i feel like if we don't at least mention it i'll be a little disappointed in us
1: how do you get julie andrews in a movie i never even looked how do you pitch it
0: to her i'm curious how you pitch this to her to be the
3: ancient kraken
0: yeah I, i remember when when it was announced that she was in it, like Julie Andrews is joining Aquaman and apparently voicing a very important role, and I remember reading that and just the whole movie going like, who "The hell is she gonna voice?" And then <laughs> as we got closer, and I'm like, "Oh, I know exactly who she's gonna voice. That's pretty awesome."
1: <laughs> I mean, just to make the the end big bad boss whatever a woman,
0: and Julie Andrews is all a women. <laughs> big
1: deal, honestly. Yeah. you think about it. When does that happen? When was the last time that happened? I can't yeah. even think of it at the top of my head. I mean, this is when I'm first thinking about it. But.
3: And not only that, the villains don't die. No. Like, that's a one-two punch of like, I don't know, things I like in these movies. I, I've, I've been long tired of villain per movie, villain dies formula. Yeah. And especially resolving the conflict with the punches. Whereas this is resolving the conflict by ideals and yeah. talking. and And... I've gotten really into that more lately.
0: Well, cuz we've seen the other one so much and getting it a little bit different has been great, but I still think the punching in this movie is very good.
3: Oh yeah. Um, but to to end it that way in a sense it, it's interesting. Yeah. You the- would think it'd be anticlimactic, but it was like, "Hell yeah."
0: You, you diplomacy like, Well, the, the last act of this thing is anything but anticlimactic. The fucking yeah. Lord of the Rings-style underwater fight with yeah. people on sharks and orcas and crab people and yeah. then a kraken comes in at some point. It is the most bonkers fight sequence I've ever seen in a movie because it just it keeps one-upping itself throughout the whole thing. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I freaking love their um, trident off or whatever on top yeah. of the ship at the end. Just when Ocean Master jumps up onto the ship and lands and he you see the propellers in front of him his cape is flowing behind him he does the slow stand-up looking back at aquaman and that entire moment i'm like this is fucking good comic book yeah like like
3: and they had that when it was all said and done and you know arthur's kneeling doing the like the samurai pose and anime pose at the end where like the the winning blow has been struck who falls kind of thing. <laughs> but, like I, I eat that shit up. Yeah. It,
1: yeah. Cinematically and comic book wise, it's pure gold. I, yeah. I've been saying that. Like, it's gold, we, Jerry. It's yeah, gold. <laughs> since we've seen Pikachu, I just keep saying that. Uh, and I think it's funny to think of uh, the Kraken as a uh, Mary Poppins, like ultimate evolution form. Oh yeah. But,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Cause what's left after that.
0: Yeah. Well, that actually kind of brings up a, a very good point that I, I, we should move into before we say goodbye to this thing is where the hell do they go from here? Like you look at a movie this Space. big and crazy. It's only down from here.
1: <laughs> They've already gone yeah. to the center of the earth. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we they must go deeper.
2: If I'm not mistaken, haven't they mentioned they don't really want to do more team-up movies like Justice League? They're going to focus on independent stories.
1: Yeah. They
0: it's not that they don't want to, it's that they just want to get these done. So they're actually kind of they're thinking about building an Aquaman universe. That's why the Trench movie is coming out before Aquaman 2. Uh, really? And then there, I would yeah. rather
2: have the Flash movie before any of those or so any other movies. But you know,
0: I mean, I, I'm all board. I'm on board for pretty much every movie they have coming out in the next two three years. With uh, I I think Joker looks good. I know I'm apparently insane for saying that, but I think it looks good. No, looks good. Uh, yeah. Um, I think yeah. the bat the Birds of Prey looks awesome. And then I'm of course crazy excited for Wonder Woman. So all of those yeah, look no. great to me. So I'd much rather Aquaman two or Flash instead of the Trench movie. But I don't need it before any of these other ones.
3: And I mean, I'm also I'm- okay with this pace, this length. Kind of, they've slowed down the pace. They're not building to yeah. something. They don't have to. What's the next movie? What's it gonna do? Yeah, there's no, no
1: overarching connector, which will probably I think will, is going to be good for a while. Yeah. Uh, and if the Trench uh, ends up being its own standalone. Experience with normies, like if some fishermen run amok with yeah. the trench, and it's just its own horror film that's in this universe, but has nothing to do with any of the superheroes. That'll actually be very interesting. Yeah, because we haven't yeah. gotten a comic book with quotations movie like that yet. No, I be- know. I know that they've tried it with some TV, because uh, none. Of, well, there are superheroes in Agents of Shield. Uh, well,
0: they tried it with the. the- Comically bad Alan Tudyk show, uh, Powerless.
1: Powerless, and that was supposed to be about cleanup people. I didn't watch it. No, that
0: was just about Bruce Wayne's cousin working in Gotham City. It just dealing happened. with everything. Yeah, it yeah. was yeah. not very good. Well, Which is too bad because did the premise sounded cool.
1: Yeah, the premise. It didn't last long. No. So. But yeah, we haven't done any like s- stories of just the common folk dealing with this stuff.
0: Yeah, so that'd be interesting. I'm into yeah. it. They're apparently very on board. They're very excited about the idea they have. So, cool. I'm into it. But for Aquaman 2, I have no idea. And I've read a lot of Aquaman books. I have no idea.
2: I mean, that maybe- was kind of what I got out of it. Because I knew that Ocean Master was one of the big bads. And obviously they use Black Manta. So I guess it's kind of like if you uh, compare it to uh, Leaf Blowers.
0: <laughs> yeah, my Arch <apparently>. Nemesis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, um... Like, compared to Doctor Strange.
0: I don't even know how.
2: And that Doctor Strange in the first movie ended up fighting the giant demon monster. And then in the second movie, it seemed like they were setting up, oh, he's going to fight the other sorcerer, Mordo.
0: Yeah, it kind of feels like so that. It's,
2: it's kind of like taking it a step down for him to like square up against his equal instead of his greater. I don't know. It's Or weird. a battle of
3: um ideolo- ide- ideologies instead of just the flat out battle like right. scaling it back i i'm always for that like if you yeah. go big in the beginning we we have enough patience to get more character yeah. like there's a lot of character that we're missing that would be cool to fill in the gaps for people who kind of glazed through uh justice league yeah and liked you know aquaman in it but it's like we don't get other than the fa- like the fairy tale story of the fisherman or the light- lighthouse keeper and the wife kind of that thing we don't get much more about him aquaman as a character mm-hmm.
0: i think we get enough for we the movie enough to work, but, but yeah
3: his ideas have now been hand like his i his way of how he do does things has just been handed to him he's set but that can always be challenged yeah like his his idea of ruling like he can always mature more and i think that yeah. would be a great way to go sure yeah
0: um i think that's pretty much everything we need to cover on this thing right is there anything we've missed that you guys really wanted to bring up
2: no, you, we covered everything I a quick, was excited about. We've, we've talked about it.
3: about it. We've circled around it a little bit. Uh, fight scenes that I can see what's going on. I oh, yeah. really liked yeah. that. Every moment in the fight was choreographed, and I just got to give a shout out to that, because that's yeah. hard to do, and I love seeing it.
1: Yeah. They were restrictive on edits, and they pulled back a lot. Pull back. All of that I appreciate.
3: Everyone, when yeah. you
0: do action, pull back. Like yeah. We want to see the things. And. Every action sequence had... They're always engineered. I don't know if they actually did them in camera, but had at least one very long take that was always really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, Especially the Nicole Kidman one in the beginning. I think that that was my favorite. That one is so good. It is. Like
2: If this this movie sets a precedent going forward, I would be very happy with that.
0: Absolutely. Um, All right. Then I think it's time for quotes. Quotes, 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 quotes. And I can go first because mine's right away. Uh, oh, right. and mine—it's it, been. I think it was in every trailer. It's been used a lot. It's uh, it's kind of a sploosh moment for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> My man, but it's right—it's <laughs> right when he lands in the submarine and he turns around and goes, "Permission to come aboard." Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, so
3: good. That,
0: good.
3: that also is accompanied by a slight guitar riff, which oh yeah, they saved it for those moments, and I think that's what won me to those lines. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, I can go next. Uh, it's the Indiana Jones section of this, or the mummy section of this, where they're putting the device in there, and she pulls the sweat from his body to uh, get it, and he's just like, "Show off! I, I could have just peed on it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, perfect. I'm glad that's,
2: someone that's like sums up the the male female dynamic in that whole movie. The look on her
0: face was just perfect. Was, yeah.
2: Uh, I'm going to go uh, away from the jokey quips because there were a thousand that I loved, but um, there was a little bit of heart in this movie, too. So uh, when Mera is uh, kind of encouraging Aquaman to go back and rule Atlantis, he's questioning his ability to be a king and and if they need another king. And uh, she says, they, no, they need a hero. A king fights for his nation, a hero fights for everybody. So inspirational.
0: I like that. It's a good one. Yeah. Last but not least,
1: I love the divide between you know um, societies uh, pretty much because at different times during the movie, Mara's is always like, "What are you talking about?" And it is flowers, yeah, or the Pinocchio, (laughs) yeah, Uh, yeah, just and it is great when they're in the ship and he's like the. There's someone on R six, and she's just like, "What does that even mean? Bad guys are behind us. Bad guys are behind us. Just say that. <laughs> Bad guys are behind us. <laughs> like that's great. It's great.
0: Uh, they played. Oscar yeah, I think that was
2: a uh, that was actually a Top Gun quote, wasn't it? Like uh, he makes a few movie references in this. I love it, and there's like no one from Atlantis gets the movie this. references.
0: Yeah, I kind of miss all of them, but there's a lot. Huh. Yeah. Um. Uh, this is going to be open to interpretation, but I think everyone around this table has been doing this long enough that we can handle it. Adventure movies, any movie, Ooh, that you adventure. deem an adventure movie. Hmm, adventure, That's a good one. I'll
1: go with mine. Uh, the Mummy Returns. <laughs> I think I just took Brian's. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh,
3: if only the audience could see the faces at this but table.
1: But like, if, if if Justice League <laughs> was
0: Part <of> the whole <laughs> reason for- I picked this. <laughs>
2: You Sorry. always go first, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Did I just stomp on you? It's okay. I awesome. come up with he, a different one. I have no, to you know he man. deserves
3: no, it, cool. Chewy. No. <laughs> we turned it around on Brian. Make him, this is yeah, delicious. Yeah, turn it around on him. Make him come up with something.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. I'll be okay. I'll, I'll if, get something. If, if Justice League was the first movie, this is the second. This is Mummy Returns. How about this? I'll go NX next, where, too.
3: Uh, uh, Tintin. Uh, okay. Oh, to I'm going to finish my comparison. <laughs> oh, finish your comparison. No.
1: No, it's done now. I don't want John
3: was
2: too eager for the joke.
0: I'm sorry. No, you're not. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Went in deep with that one, Ryan. Do you have one?
2: Um, not yet. Okay.
0: Um,
3: wait,
2: well, wait, I, wait. Are you actually saying Tintin? Is that actually?
3: That <laughs> is actually my answer. Tintin. Yeah. Because I,
2: I swear you've used that before. I have. But <laughs> it's. it's
0: yeah. uh,
1: Are we talking about the animated movie yeah. that we fell asleep during?
0: Well, you and I fell asleep during. <laughs> no. So yeah, the the review. whole like
3: um same level of of uh, like action in that scene where like. Basically, all of one area just completely collapses, and they're chasing down it. Mm. It's basically the Italy scene in
0: Aquaman. Yeah, that works. Mm. Yeah. Ryan, I have one if you don't.
2: All right, I'm going to go ahead. And it's (laughs) open to interpretation, and I hope it's the one you're picking.
0: It's not. Uh, it's,
2: It's more of an action than an adventure, but John Wick. Because the entire time, I'm just going, hell yes, I love this movie
0: okay yeah i I could see that definitely not the one i was going for i'm going for uh kubo and the two strings oh that's a good one and it's mostly just on the journey aspect of it that they both have this goal they have to go do they and then they just start going from different environment to different environment to different environment to tell their story and this one did a very similar thing um on that note everyone should still see missing link the like a movie that nobody saw is fair. Okay.
3: And the one that no one advertised
0: and yeah. yeah, that's by no means. I one literally saw it. have never heard of it. It's exactly. in theaters now and nobody saw it.
1: It's like they purposely bombed okay. it for insurance reasons.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a producer's thing going on here. Well it's Brian,
3: wow. you even told me about it. You're like, Oh, you should check out Missing Link. I was like, Oh, that's out already? Yeah. I had heard about it okay. in like early development stage and then like And then nothing. Found out it had been out for a week.
1: Yep. I, I learned that it was a thing by seeing T shirts when we went to AMC and went, What's that?
0: Yeah, it was weird. Anyhow, weird tangent. Uh so that's it for this week. We did it. We've talked to Aquaman. I finally talked about Aquaman. We wet our appetite for Aquaman. Aha, we really <laughs> dove into that one. Um like I said, I wasn't done with the dive jokes. Uh so plugs, 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 plugs plugs, plug plugs, the plugs. Ryan, anything to plug?
2: Uh, you should check out this podcast called After the Hype. You can check them out at athpod.com. There's a whole network of podcasts they have going now, and I'm enjoying all of them.
0: Yeah. Uh, I will plug, of course, Venture Bros, Venture Bros podcast. Uh, uh, Sam Wise, of course. Uh, I'll let John plug the other one. But I do want to bring up one that we are launching in the next few weeks. I'm trying to figure out when exactly to let it go, but he's been crushing it uh and he's just been recording things like crazy i have to record an episode with him in two days which i'm really excited about i said have to that's the wrong way to phrase it uh oh (laughs) bummer but we have brock our wonderful note taker from venture bros starting his own show called damage boost where he will talk to people about gaming so not about the gaming industry specifically but just about being a gamer he's talked to some youtube streamers uh we're gonna sit down and talk about what it's like to be a dad and play video games uh he's got some really good ideas and he's doing a really good job and i'm very excited for him uh so be sure to check out damage boost when it starts dropping here probably within the next month i'm going to say probably in the next four weeks we will have an episode drop uh in our ath feed before it spans out to its own thing but so far i've listened to a few of it i helped him cut one of them i think ryan has talked to him uh about cutting one of them if not he's supposed to you know ryan at some point here um but it's very exciting stuff and uh i'm excited to talk about it sounds good uh, awesome. And then also uh, Demon Days, an actual play
3: podcast where it's all about that tiefling uh, and demon stuff. We got a good crew going and uh, a cool adventure. I'm excited to see where their character is going to go next. They're entering a big city and about to get their shenanigans on pretty quickly uh, where we're recording at. And then there's still some stuff that uh, is still to air. I'm excited where it's all going to go.
0: Very exciting stuff. Chewy, anything to plug? Awesome. That's a no. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> watch Superstar, I guess. I don't know if it'll still might be done by the time this airs. I think it is. Yeah.
2: Watch it on Hulu. There you go. Hulu. Catch up on Superstar. And start
1: a petition online for that cuz we didn't get picked up for a full season, so maybe we'll get a full season if, like, the internet fandom. Yeah, cares. put a
3: petition to good use. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And stop <laughs> complaining about Game of Thrones, everybody. Because that's already done with. <laughs> it's that's happened. Done. Get,
0: we saw wait, it. We all know, we know that read? Danny turned into a dragon and ate John. We all right. saw it oh, happen, man, and then I the dragon got ate yet. by <laughs> the uh, Holy Grail Rabbit. Yeah, yeah,
1: it, was. it makes sense. And then
0: Ghost wow. came in with
3: his own like backpack ballista and shot everyone in the neck. It was amazing. that was nuts.
0: But when the Green Rangers showed up, I was just really happy. Like it was just so nice to see Power Rangers represented in Game of Thrones. I'm ready for that. <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready for that off. Yeah,
1: that's the dragon we want to yeah, see. A... Oh my god, this is
0: about to be the best show ever. <laughs> that guy's playing a knife like a flute. This is amazing. <laughs> Uh, so with that, I'm going to How say, does he even blow through that um, mess? Seriously.
1: The Night King does... L- like, you look at the Night King's design and he'd fit into that world perfectly. Oh, he totally would. Yeah. Him and Rita Make hanging out. my up. monsters grow! <laughs> yeah.
0: I think we've ran out of things to say. I'm going to say <laughs> yep, bye. for sure. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!